Hello, Hello. welcome to this episode hey. of the Rich Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by Braintree, Harry's, and Tipsy Elves. Big thank you to our sponsors. We'll be talking about them a little later in the podcast. I want to say that right now because we were going to ask the entire time what the rest of my sweater says. It says straight out of North Pole. So I just wanted to show you that it says that. That's what it says. Brag about it. Well, I, I'm just, Gus. Right. I'm Gavin. I'm Brandon. I'm Bernie. I'm Gus. So Gavin is under the assumption that I talk to Brandon differently than I talk to anybody else. You do. In this you have company. like you're angry. Fifty percent mm. less patience when it comes to Brandon. It like is true. Like Brandon wrapped his cord. Like he flung the arm the wrong way, and you're like, Brandon, you're killing me. Look at what you're doing. He just, and every, anyone else? <laughs> anyone else? No, don't just, say it. Don't say it. He just hit his mic arm with a bottle, too. <laughs> I've never. This is my first time in the set, and oh, I love it. Him. It's very nice, but this is a whole new arm system. There's, it's not clear which way it goes left arms or right. Before they were in front of our bodies. Yeah, so. and I just did this. You've been on the set, haven't you? No. Like before you got married? No. It's so nice. he was turning it the wrong way to where the cord was winding up and I looked like, like it was about to snap. About fu- look- five seconds before we're going to go live, the last thing I want to happen is to have you fucking tear that XLR out. I look feel like you would, anyone else, you would have gone, no, 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 spin it the other way. <laughs> I, I was, With Brandon, it's a different story. We had a meeting this morning. Brandon! <laughs> now, now that you're, you pointed it out, I'm, his I'm, own career. He's like, I'm, don't you work in production? <laughs> I'm starting to realize I am actually really mean to him. This morning we were uh, at a meeting and we were at a big uh, conference room table. I guess Brandon had walked in before me and he was talking with someone. Then I walked in and Brandon's shit was just all over the table, taking up like four seats. No, it was like one and a half seats. No one else was in the room. And I was like, Brandon, what the fuck? Are you taking up enough space? You're like, oh. Sorry about that. Mm. Then you move like one thing off the table. Yeah, so I could sit down. <laughs> you just, so one of those spaces should be for me. You were claiming like four. <laughs> no, okay, barely one and a half because nobody was in the room. And I was like, I guess I have time here. And then you saw me go in the room. You're like, oh, Brandon's going in the room now. I better go too. What? No, I just got you in my saw me. Yeah, I did you not saw see me going go in there. there. I suck. Dude, laying claim to space is important. Right now in the studio, in stage five, Animation department has moved out. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of like when you go into a shopping mall now in modern American society and it's like half the stores are empty. So it's like since animation moved out a week ago, that space hasn't been like repurposed yet. Although I got to tell you, it's one of like the hottest political battles right now oh my God. at the company. Well, People the are space? jockeying for that if space. You want to know like the inside information about what's going on at Rooster Teeth. It is all about claiming where you're going to sit now mm-hmm. that there's been uh, a restructuring. It is the yep. first thing I hear in the morning. Yep. It is the last thing I hear as I'm walking out the door. People are, people are serious business about it. So here's the, they, and it always starts small, this conversation with me. It got floated to me just like, it's like, a, like a little, oh, by the way, <laughs> it's kind of like we had this little big long hour meeting. Then the last 30 seconds is like, it's like, oh, you know, this was really good. So I think we got a good plan for the next quarter. Everything's looking fantastic. But how would you feel if you moved out of your office and we made it to the conference room? Okay, we'll talk. We'll meet next week. <laughs> oh, did you not know that? I was like, what was the last part? What was the last part about me not having Is that how oh, the meeting's ending? You're, Sorry. You're, you haven't seen the floor plan then? Yeah, I heard. I heard. I, I haven't seen it now. I had to go request it. Did Bernie get kicked no, out no, of No, 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 to, to, to see it. <laughs> I wouldn't actually be surprised if that was yeah. the case, Brandon. No, so what? No. what is the current yeah, plan? Yeah, they're not giving out that floor plan. And they're like, well, it's subject to change. It's still a work in progress. Like, I know you have it. At least show me what the work in progress is. Who What's did you it? have to get it from? Glenn. Did you? Yeah, What's yeah. it going to be? I, it's just it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, Gavin. We're not allowed to tell you. We had to sign an NDA before they allowed uh. us to see the floor plan. <laughs> I don't even, even work in this building. I don't care. It's I, weird to walk in and just see all the open space. It's, I feel like, I guess I can just sit down here, but I'm like, is this some kind of trap? I kind of miss, like the, too much. miss the busyness of it. 
It, like it, I thought I would love it because it's like I the, love the, it. There's no one ever in the bog now. There's no line for a coffee. Yeah. Food line is really short. There's ice in the just, ice maker. Yeah, it's just kind of like dead. The the problem oh, is that peaceful. it reminds me of the old job I used to have that underwent layoffs. Like that's what it when you were like the final. It's person. a weird mentality because <laughs> right. it makes you feel like it's like it's enormous growth. But because it's an empty space, it doesn't feel like right. It, There's right? just like boxes yeah. of equipment, and you're yeah. like, it's kind of sad, and you right. think that, you know, maybe something happened, and something something bad is <laughs> what going happened on. At this company? It's the exact opposite of the way you should be feeling, because it's like the company's going through this incredible growth. Right. But you see an empty space, and you're like, oh, this used to be filled with people. It's just a weird feeling. Yeah. I actually went over there last week with Michael because we were determined to use the space for a dumb video, like a versus. You know how we did the RC cars all around here? We're gonna try and think of RC something. cars. You mean when you did the office chairs? Oh, we did that too. Yeah. yeah. We did RC cars as well. So we're walking around, and uh, I saw your little Segway thing lent up against the wall. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm quite good on this. Watch this. I had my coffee in my hand. Uh. Michael's like, you're going to die. I don't have my phone on me. Don't do anything, because we're not going to be able to film it. And I was like, look, I'll just ride it around. Got on it. Um, went forwards. Sort of tried to, tried to go to the right. Realized I was stood on it backwards. Oh. It went left. I like flung up upside down like a like a stepped on a banana and poured coffee all over myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was Michael. amazing. I was fell it, off within about filmed? three seconds. Nope. Oh. No, Michael didn't have his phone. Yeah, it's he was bad. right. I shouldn't have got on it. I I I ate immediate shit. Best argument for having security cameras in the studio that I've ever heard. Like yeah. if we had yeah. that security camera. We've been camera, trying for years. Let's we, just get some nests or something. We should. I got four. If you want, we'll them. get some local version that isn't online. Nah. Too much NDA stuff. We can't do that. Yeah, a fucking security company wouldn't install those. Said it was an invasion of privacy or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, it's one of like the unwritten rules of Rooster Teeth is we don't do hidden camera stuff. We have done hidden camera stuff like the Blaine thing, but it's like every time we do it, it's like a massive exception. The scorpion and thing. I swear I'm never gonna do it again. The what? Scorpion thing. The scorpion thing. I didn't like that when they did the scorpion thing. I don't like hidden camera stuff. No, I don't like it. Although, I want people to be able to be comfortable in the office. They need to get better at hiding cameras. Yeah, I found mine immediately. <laughs> you're also you're <laughs> also yeah, I'm very an, you're a very observant person, so you're a bad person to do it to. The first thing that I think of when something feels slightly amiss is like is is someone filming? <laughs> I just look for cameras. Be like that for the rest of your life because yeah. you've come from a British land of like CCTV. It, yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's like a warm blanket you can pull over yourself. <laughs> like oh, I'm being watched. Everything's okay. You know who kicked ass on the uh, the Segway? Little mini rider, Zachary. He killed it. Yeah. Like, he just jumped on that thing. We're kind of, some of us are kind of convinced that he has one and just acted like he didn't. Because he got on the thing and he was like a natural on it. Which, it's very intuitive and it's easy to pick up, but it usually takes like, maybe like a minute, two before people get comfortable. Most of the time people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. And they go, he just jumped on it with spinning and then zipped off on it. I was like, all right, I don't know. Uh, is it in this building? Yeah. It's over there. I tried to get on it earlier. Did you? And Did you really? I, I tried for about five seconds and I thought, no, I can see myself Let's dying get it this. so yeah. Brandon can try yeah, I, I have a problem. It. I need it for a production and I set it there and it's got like two bars left to charge and I can't find the charger for what's it. What's the charger for it? What? What's, what's the connector? It's just a thing. USB-C? It's like a breakout box Lightning. with like a little, like a little, you know, the little roundy plug that yeah. goes into like a laptop. Got one of those roundy plugs. Does it say I, the voltage on it? Well, I can't find it, so... No, 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 I'm saying, I'm oh, sorry, device. on the actual... Uh, no, I don't know. I, ha I haven't gotten to the point where I thought about replacing it. I so. wish every product I'm you so bought confident came... I'm going to find it. I wish every product came with, like, three AC adapters. Just so you could put them everywhere you need them, like, at home, at work, just so you never lose one. That's I'd, my... I would be happy if they just all were labeled what they were for. Yeah. So when you get, like, one of these DC plugs and you're like, it says Asian power device, like, what does that <laughs> yeah. mean? That's for a LC. 
What's that? Is it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what that's for. Yeah, but it's a generic name. It's like put the name of the product that it goes with on the, the on the well, power The whole point is that they can be for a wide variety of products. I got I got recently got a new thing for the vlog that I was testing. The company makes my drone, which by the way, I ran an interesting problem today. Um I'll talk about this. I can't figure if I can talk about it in a second. But the company that makes my drone is DJI. Mm-hmm. And they make a stabilizer for a, a mobile phone. So I have a stabilizer that's for uh, my DSLR, but it's massive. It's hard <clears> to pack. It's a much smaller stabilizer that I can just hook up my iPhone to and walk around and do this stuff with. It's got the weirdest power cable that I've ever seen in my life. It's USB to stereo mini. USB to stereo Like an eighth-inch stereo jack? Like a headphone? No. no. Yeah, an eighth-inch one, yes. Okay. It's the, the uh, small one with like the three bands on it. Yeah. Like it's a microphone headset. Yeah. You know? It's that got, seems dangerous. That's weird, man. You can break it off inside of the like phone. Like, what if you plugged it into headphones on something? Yeah, no, it's got it had like stickers all over it. Do not plug this cable into anything else. Like, right. well, then why make it that? It doesn't make any sense to me. Because it would blow it. Yeah, it would totally blow it. Mm. Blow it so hard. <laughs> it could blow it good. It might. I, well, I can't hook up my iPhone to it. <laughs> I think you can. You can talk about what you wanted to if you speak in broad terms. Okay, so I was going to try to fly my drone today. Because we were doing some fun stuff. We're about to start productions on 11 Little Roosters. And I wanted to include that as part of the vlog. And I was like, do you like fun little drone shots for part of the vlog if I have time to do it? And I got my super portable Mavic drone back after I smashed it into the wall. Um, $280 worth of damage, by the way. Damn. I think I got off light. Damn. So you should change your title of that video to I did $280 worth of damage <laughs> to a drone. That would make my life easier so people wouldn't come <laughs> after me so hard. It's like, you know. It is an expensive piece of equipment, but I've also had a fender bender in my car in my life. That's a way more expensive. Anyway, I'm stop justifying this. So I got the drone back. I went to go fly it today. I booted up the uh, software on my phone, because that's how it connects to it, to do it. And the GPS said, this is now currently a temporary no-fly zone. And I think it's because there's a major movie now that's in one of the stages here. And I think that they set up a no-fly zone with the FAA for drones because... Without going too much into it, there's a there's a really popular uh, director that's got a sci-fi movie, and so pictures of the set and stuff like that would be a big they deal. They can do that? I didn't know there's a you're, thing. You're I didn't, s- I've seen that for like Game of Thrones also, where you'll see like when they're filming, like drone shots of it. So it makes total sense that they would be able to set up. I'm surprised Apple hasn't done that around their UFO building then, because people keep flying drones over that thing. I assume they don't have anything secret going on. It's still under construction. So, so could they shoot it down without getting in trouble? I don't know if they could like, do that. Oh, we have you, a, you went we to have a dark place with it really fast. No, I'm saying, you know. It's well, they could your... shoot it down and reimburse you for it. There is a case right now of a guy who shot down a drone that his neighbor flew over his land and he just shot it out of the sky. It's actually considered, I don't know if they've settled it. It was a few months ago. I don't know if they have settled it, but it was supposed to be this landmark case of like, what are the rights? Can you just fly your fucking drone over somebody else's property? So you own airspace? You own, I think, up to a certain altitude. Yeah, we talked about this once. It was like, how high does your property? October twenty eighth, twenty fifteen. Judge rules man had right to shoot down drone over his house. There you go. So does that so mean a year ago at this point? Wow. Anyone can just pop up a no fly zone. Like if you didn't want people flying over your house, could you? Because eventually drones then are going to be navigating the small narrow tunnels <laughs> where you actually can fly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's an interesting problem because I do think it's it's a growing industry. We're going to see more and more of these. I think ironically. What's going to keep people from flying like recreational drones is not the FAA with airplanes or property rights and all that stuff. I think what's going to happen is we're going to have a lot of commercial drones like delivering shit like Amazon pizza and stuff like that. And then we'll be told, oh, you can't fly drones because you'll get in the way of the drones. 
Right. So it's like it's like airspace, but for a smaller vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they'll license the actual physical airspace. Don't know. So yeah. they, or I think have, the, the first thing they'll do is block some. all the recreational users. That's yeah, it. they'll just yeah. have to develop some kind of autonomous air traffic control where the drones can communicate with each other to determine right away. Shit, <laughs> Skynet, literally. Fifth element stuff, though. <laughs> it is funny, though, when you see, like, I was watching, I think I was watching one of the Star Wars movies, and they showed traffic in the sky, and it's all in lanes, and that always seems silly to me, but I guess it makes sense. But it'd be weird if, like, I want to fly there, but I got to go down there and then take a right to get there. It just doesn't make any <laughs> well, sense. To planes me. work, kind of. Like they have like not specific at all. Routes. <laughs> They're like basically here. No, no, you no, need no. To be at this. How, how do how do planes work? What is that? Well, so you're I'm, a pilot, Mr. Farmahini. You're cleared for takeoff from Austin. Yeah, you have like your flight plan. You're like, all right, I know I got to get to this. I'm gonna get to this altitude when I'm going this direction. You can't just go any altitude. Base. You got to know like what the Specific altitude is for you're pretty the much direction you're going straight ahead. line to where you want to go. Once you get close to your destination, you want to land at a specific point. They do control the traffic there, but it's like one percent of the journey. The, yeah, they, they actually do have routes. Brandon is right. They do it. have routes, but it's not like I gotta go to Houston from Austin, take a left to get to Dallas. I still fly to fucking Dallas. Right, but yeah. on the way to Dallas, there are corridors that you have to adhere to. I get it. You know, when they come back like west to east, they follow the jet stream and stuff like that. I know that they do that. Of course, they also take the most efficient route as well. That makes sense. What I'm saying is, like, if I'm in a city and I can see where I'm supposed to go and I'm in a flying car, how does it make sense to go down and then take a right? That's like why they're, they're never, yeah, it defeats the purpose of having the, the flying car. That's why never going to happen. There's the lanes no way you can in just air traffic are different than the lanes in regular, like, ground traffic. They're well, right. only be, if there were that many planes, it would be different, but. Did you get hit in that huge traffic jam that was today? They shut down one of our freeways today. They oh, did? my God, what happened? Why? It was an accident, big accident. Two semi trucks hit, and it was uh, they shut down seventy one for like three hours. Damn. Woof. Yeah. Seems uh, like that happens frequently around here. Semi trucks <clears throat> hitting each other. They also just shut stuff down. Like they shut they they shut that. Remember that we talked about the uh, anyway we talked about it up. Won't bring it up again. Okay. They shut down the freeway for just like oh, seemingly no reason. Mm. Yeah. Stuff. Sorry. So city of Austin loves. Shutting stuff down, especially if it's like for a festival, like South by, stuff like that, RTX. Hey, that's how we learned that we could shut down Congress Avenue to shoot day five. That was insane. I can't believe that was legal. <laughs> well, we had an office that was on. I Congress. guess anything is legal if you pay enough for it. Well, that's you started. No, <laughs> not even. So. At, what's enough though? So you worked at the Congress office. That was the first yeah. office uh, we had. Where you? What employee number were you, Brandon? Seven. Another or hot six. topic of. Another six hot topic of the I don't, day. You call me whatever number. I don't want to start a thing. How could you be six? You have to not count Jason. Wasn't Nathan six? Nathan would have been seven. Jason would have been six. Really? I thought Jason was five. No, Jason would have been five. Actually, look, yeah. Okay, let's go back. Jason would have been five. Nathan would have been six, and Joel technically would have been seven. Yes. So, so that like would have made 20. you or Jack eight. Fonsworth. Yes. I can check. I mean, I think it's on an old pay stub. Because no one, because everybody cares about that. Oh, well, I might have started the, and technically, I guess, Dan worked at the company for like a day. Oh, like like, <laughs> like, like an hour. That was Yeah, he was going pretty quick. He was like, yeah, forget this business. I'm not coming. This, like, seems, this seems hard. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's back in the days when you, a desk would have been in like the, the cubby for the washing machine. Well, I think he was at the counter of the kitchen. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think oh, that's, that's where, where he was. that's where I sat. That's where he was. Yeah, but you kept putting like shit on my desktop wallpaper. That's where, yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to do that all the time. That's where uh, I think you uh, you set up our, our YouTube account on that counter. I did. I emailed 
YouTube and I said, can we have rooster teeth, please? Yeah, I, I remember when that happened. <laughs> and they were like, here it is, here's the password. I was like, yeah, yep. easy as that. Uh, here, let me let me read this thing here. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Braintree Payments. By next year, maybe even next week, there could be a whole new way to pay. Maybe it'll be the next Bitcoin, the next Apple Pay, or maybe even both. Fortunately, Braintree's full-stack payment platform is easily adaptable, whatever the future holds, so you can easily adapt too. Accept everything from pounds to PayPal to the next big innovation from any device with just one integration. And when that new payment method comes out, all you have to do is update a few lines of code. No late nights, no complicated recoding, no stress about staying ahead of the curve. Braintree Payments is here to help. Learn more at braintreepayments.com slash roosterteeth. That's braintreepayments.com slash roosterteeth. And you can start taking money on the internet too. Thank you, Braintree, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So, Gavin, you suggested every product coming with multiple power supplies, yeah. right? And just, like, separating them, like, different places. It's my strategy with wedding rings. This is actually, like, one of five wedding rings you that I own. Because you lose them? Oh, yeah. So I got one in my car, one in, uh, one probably going to put at work, <laughs> a couple at home. His girlfriend but, has one. And they're, all, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all Amazon. They're, like, 12 bucks. Why don't you just wear it? What kind of ring you got? Why, why you got this problem? Because I'm going to lose it. You'll, you'll um, lose it if you're wearing it? Wear I don't understand that logic. The, what's this it's going to fall off. I'm going to put it somewhere. Can't... I'm not going to put it. I'm going to put it like... Why can't you just keep four at home and when what's... you lose one, go home and get it? Why do you need one immediately? Like, is it a tragedy if you're not wearing your ring for like half an hour? No. Well, I don't know. It's better to come home with a ring on than to come home and like, why is your ring not on? What's the image we just saw? Is that is that a note from your wife? Yeah, I tweeted that because she it bothers her a lot when I don't wear it and I haven't been wearing it that much. So she put a very, very large note next to my <laughs> on the uh, table next it's to the bed. Sized. You know what I find interesting about the marriage ring situation is that women wear a ring starting much sooner than men. Like, mm. men don't wear anything when they're engaged. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably why it's a bigger deal to her. It's like, look, I've been wearing this engagement ring for how long? Uh, she's like a year and two months. A year and two months? It's That's not it for her. It's She just wants other women to know that this... This D is no longer available. Yeah, you. I mean, you are in high demand. I don't yeah. blame her. You are I was like, fucking hot property. I was like, you sure this? He looks good at the moment. Oh, thank you. You sure this is not going to make people like you know want me more? Yes. See, because it's like, oh, look, that's not available. Not you, but attractive people. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. That's what I meant. Let's go back to that picture. I want to see what Brandon's nightstand looks like. Well, you might take him a second to pull it up. Uh, is that your side? You, you had so you had a little pop figure. In. What is that? Is that it's Grand Moff Tarkin or is it Hodor? That's Hodor. Why? Why are the the R's capital? Ah, uh, no, not the R in your. Oh, never mind. <laughs> do you have no, no, Do you have a cat? I have a no dog. Cat. We have a dog, and she sheds a ton. She's, I can see the shed shedding yeah, here. Right she there. sheds nonstop, and it's like you go to the groomer. They're like, "All right, can we have thirty dollars to do a shedding treatment?" You're like, "Sure," and then she gets home and just sheds all over everything. You should buy a Furminator brush. I have one. Hey. I don't want to do that. What's a Furminator? I bought it, and then I was like. Man, this is, I just assumed by the name of this, it would be some kind of like more automatic system. Like it's just like a special brush that gets to the undercoat and pulls out all the loose hair. Yeah, you said, I gotta go. I'm like, you don't want to brush your dog. Suck. <laughs> it fixes the and problem. she hates it. And that's what they do. They ferminate her, but like even when she comes home, it's still like. So you don't want to pay $30 to them. You could pay $30 to the store one time and get the brush to do it yourself. I've done both of those things. But I still won't brush it. Because I did this, I'm like, Penny and I looked at each other and we're like, we don't want to do this. Dogs love it. Dogs love being brushed. Really? You should try again. 
Yeah, just I'll try. try again. The thing is, it pulls her hair, and it like it, I, I feel it, and it it's like I, I feel like it hurts her. No. Yeah, but she's been through a lot. She had a bunch of lube. <laughs> she did <laughs> a bunch. Of she had a bunch of lube. <laughs> so um, I want to go back to this photo though, because I know okay, something else here too. Okay. In the reflection of the lamp on the base, oh, I notice this is your side of the bed, right? Yeah. So I notice there's window right there to beside the bed on this side. Is that, or is that a flash from the behind camera? Hodor. No, yeah, behind Hodor. It's like the blinds. I yeah. can see the blinds. So you sleep on the window side of the bed. You don't sleep on the door side of the room. Uh, not my choice. Really? Yeah. Are you, you, so you, if you're laying in bed, you're on the left side. I'm on the left side. And like, I sleep on my left side. So it's like, you every time wall. I go to bed, I'm like, all right, goodbye. And you're off. You're yeah, I'm the, facing you the other You always sleep on the same side? I always like, I'm only on my left side. Huh. I sleep yeah. on my right side. Yeah. I sleep on whatever the hell side is cool and comfortable. Wait a minute. Moment. Wait a minute. You talk about side of your body or side of the bed? I'm talking about the side of his body. Okay, side if you sleep on a different side of the bed every night, that's anarchy. Like, <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. But yeah, I mean, how you're, you're positioned in bed, I, I assume I change like 80 times a night, too. Do you just like lay in one position? And turn I, don't, off? I don't know. I mean, like, like a I robot? I don't watch t like a videotape of myself at night, but I like usually fall asleep on my left side. That's right. I'll wake up in different positions, but I will yeah. fall asleep in one. And before I fall asleep, I may toss and turn a little bit. But if I move, I know I'm like, this is I'm not going to fall asleep this way. This is just temporary. Mm -hmm. I, I love falling right asleep on my back, though. Like, the feeling of dozing off while you're laid straight back is much more relaxing than any other position. You know what's a feeling I love? I love falling asleep with something in my hand. <laughs> and, like, to get you to that point where you drop it, like, and that's when you're asleep. <laughs> and it's usually I wake up for like half a second. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm super asleep right now. And then I go back to bed. I don't know why. It's like if I'm ever like doing something and I'm about to fall asleep and I have something in my hand, I just like hold what it. What kind of stuff have you got? I'm scared of like a phone. It's, a, it's my phone. I'm scared uh, it's going to happen if I have a baby. Yeah? yeah. Drop the baby? Drop the baby. I'm, don't, so, I'm so afraid. Next I'm, gonna, I'm afraid I'm going to leave fine. it in the car. It's, oh, that's, that's a legitimate concern. You it should is, be worried about I am that. A, I will absolutely. You should be very just worried about that. the window. I don't know if that works. Leave a bowl of water. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. That's one of the things, whenever I hear that story, it's like, I people get very mad happening. at the parent, which I totally get, but at the same time, it's like, I know nobody left their kid in the car on purpose. It's just like, that's gotta be fucking, just, it's just a, it's a, it's a horrible mistake, like a, like a, like a, a gaff. you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, with such huge, huge impact on your life. Yeah, and it's never like, you know, they're at a crack house getting high, it's, they went to work and they didn't realize they that's had it. a kid in the morning and they were supposed to take him to daycare. Yeah. Remember that dentist years ago? He like went to the office to like pick up something on a Saturday and like had his kid in the car. And then while he's in there, somebody busted in with like a broken tooth and had to go into emergency surgery. It's like, I mean, I could see how the I you would forget uh, my kid yeah. is sitting in the car. Yeah, just awful, awful. No. no so what I, happened to the kid? Kid died. Oh yeah, it's terrible, dude. It's terrible. I don't remember oh, that one. That's that's human awful. children are very poorly made. Go on. Just saying, like, look how dependent humans are, like children are, for so long compared to like a lot of other, you know, animals. Animals just plop out and walk around. A human baby can't even lift its head up. <laughs> See? How do we I, evolve that way? I have a new godchild, and I like went. And I was like holding it. They're like, no, no, no. Like, give me like ten different instructions on like how to support it. And I'm like, just get this thing. I, I just, I can't hold this. But it's, it's insane, and it's like, is the mortality rate of animals as high? Like, cause like kids can die in in a cot, in a crib, if you have them wrong, right? Just if they lie wrong or like suffocate sure. themselves. They don't really know what causes that. Talk about SIDS. Yeah, yeah, they don't really know. There's like lots of different <clears throat> ways to like approach it, like laying the kid flat on their back, you know. But it's just one of those things. It's just. But I assume a baby giraffe doesn't ever just die of sleeping. I saw a horrible It'll get eaten, maybe GIF on Reddit, which was like an antelope giving birth, and the calf was about halfway out. 
and then all of a sudden the mother antelope like gets up and runs away. Oh. Baby pops out, and you're like, "What the hell?" And then a cheetah just comes up and like lays down like with its paws around the new calf. Damn. And the calf is like shaking it off and looking around. It's like, how fucking short is that animal's <laughs> yeah. life? It literally, as soon as it's born, it's eaten. What a great day for that <laughs> cheetah, though. It's like fresh. Some veal. Yeah. yeah. The bones are still soft. Yeah. The thing I mean, is like, come on, I literally just got born. You just watched me get born. Dude. Right. <laughs> give me a give me a second. It's it's there's something about that. Like, nature's brutal, I know, <laughs> but there was just something about that that I was just like, this is horrible. This is depressing yeah. and horrible. So what makes the sea so much worse is you're not just looking like left and right. Something could come from above or below and eat you. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, Jaws Fuck ruined me. Sea. I'm always imagining something coming straight up at me. Oh. Gonna go chomp. Yeah. Straight at your niblets. Yes. The 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 sea <clears throat> is terrifying. Like if you really stop and think empty about too. it. Like there's really you go in the sea and there's nothing around. Like you can see for <laughs> You know, it feels like miles, and there's just nothing, you know? It's empty. It's empty. It's, it's like, it's a like uh, where animation used to be. What's it? Yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of growth in the ocean, but it doesn't spots. feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you're, you know, you're talking about your wedding ring. You're, you're very recently married. Marcus I has am. the best wedding ring, by the way. And What is I, it? He fashioned a ring out of a meteorite. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he made his own wedding ring. I think I saw someone do that on Reddit person? once. Was that him? Might have been. I saw a post about that years ago, I thought. Um, I, I, I went to your wedding. Thank you and so much. I, I gotta, I'm going to make fun of you, so don't thank me now. Okay. Uh, I got to say, there was a period in the wedding where you had to repeat after the priest in Spanish, and people were laughing. Oh, I was laughing. <laughs> it was so rough. We were all laughing. You didn't practice? No, you really she only told me about it once, and then I forgot. I assumed that when he's like, repeat after me, it would be slow and enunciated, but he was just like, and he knew I didn't speak English. Oh, sorry, I didn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> he knew I didn't speak Spanish, and it wasn't like, repeat after me. Donde esta la biblioteca? We would have been there forever. Why are you asking where the library like, is your wedding? I'm just as an example. That's what I, you know, that's I what I thought. Always go to the library. And he was just super fast and then super quiet. And then there was a choir in the background, and I wanted to like look over and tell them to shut up. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be great. Your but wedding. we were laughing, <laughs> and the up. priest, shut up, <laughs> singers. The priest was laughing, and I was turning around, all apologize. They were all laughing. Check cue cards. I knew the worst. Every time somebody told me that it wasn't that bad, I knew, oh my God, it was that much worse. My aunt was the only one who came up to me and said, you suck. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I, I think I had a, a mean tweet about it. It was funny though. <laughs> I replied to it. Yeah, I would think yeah. you were like, uh, I would never want. I hope my life is never dependent on Brandon saying one intelligible sentence in Spanish. Like yeah. that, that would be it for me. My reply was, uh, me too. Yeah. You should play Lopez. It was, it was bad. I'm not going to watch the video of it ever. Yeah, don't do not do that. You can relive the humiliation anytime you want to in your head. Yeah, yeah then, you then, then the, the priest made fun of you in Spanish, which was even better. Did he really? <laughs> Good, man. <laughs> Could you imagine if he I'd was like living. a hard-ass Catholic priest? It would have been way worse. Actually, he, it was kind of nice. I think I, I don't him? remember. It's been a while. I said something like, uh, all right, we've tortured Brandon enough making him speak Spanish. Uh, yeah, that sounds fine. like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he was super cool. If it's like the bride or the groom, you're not allowed to make fun of him. No, go ahead. Really? My thing was like, if people are starting out the night with a laugh, you good night. All right. 
fair play. And it's like, yeah, I can take it. It's at my expense. And it's my fault. I should have <laughs> practiced that. Has your life changed at all since you've been married now? No. Pretty much the same? Were you guys living together before? Yeah, we lived together before. We've been living together, I mean, unofficially, basically since we started dating. So like almost three years. Mm-hmm. No, no difference. Just like went home and that was it. Have you guys yeah. had sex yet? <laughs> um, We're still, still kind of planning, still kind of waiting. Yes, we did have sex. That was like all the honeymoon was, was just like no touristy shit or barely anything, just hanging out. That's too much information. I just volunteered. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? That's the problem with being married now. No, I'm worried. Um, Tulum, Mexico. It's like two hours out of Cancun. Two hours out of Cancun. It can be like, I think Austin's two hours out of Cancun. <laughs> they can literally be just about anywhere. Like yeah. a two-hour fly- drive. Okay. Yeah, two, two-hour drive out of uh, Cancun, and it was like super chill. The hotel was up on the rocks. So you're right on top of the water because I don't do beach shit. I don't, I'm not a beach guy. I don't like sand. Gets oh, everywhere. Gets everywhere. Well, the beach is I don't want to go in the water. Beaches I don't know what's terrible. in the water. Thank you. Um, and we just like four or five days of just like eating nonstop. And it was in Mexico. Did you drink pina coladas? So everything was like super. Ch- oh my God. I had like probably in the four days, I don't know, like 20 pina coladas. That's nice. That's and they drink. brought them to me. And I was like, trying to save face. So I was like, can I get a double shot of rum? Because they were laughing at me every time <laughs> I ordered a pina colada. Yeah, I was like, I can do, I can do a double shot of rum yeah, here. Just, just load it up. And it's like, you can't laugh at me. I'm coming to this, you know, I'm on the beach here. I should be able to order a pina colada laugh free. No, no. Sir. No, you, absolutely. They were, they were, they were, they were kind of they were ah, Don't worry about it. I'll drink a pina colada on the beach. Sweet. That's, that's, Let's go to the beach, hang out, and we'll yep. get some pina coladas. You know what I love about the beach? I feel like it can run really fast on the beach. Just in that in that bit of water that is really thin and it's sort of solidified the sand a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I run faster on that than any other surface. I've never had that experience. You feel like you run faster there? Yeah, because it's like you're kicking up sand too and it's like it makes a cool sound. <laughs> I'm sure it's really slow in comparison to the, the, the land. I like the sound effects. And yeah. there's more wind out there because you're at the beach. So yeah. It's like rushing by. I just feel like, whew. See, what I always love is when I, whenever we travel and we end up going to like Canada... <laughs> Or like any regular country that has the metric system, and you get on like a treadmill at the hotel gym, and it's in kilometers and not miles. It's like <laughs> fucking running twelve kilometers an hour. Look at me, I'm fucking pulling ass. You see that twelve? I never see a twelve in the speed. Do you ever entry. see double digits? Rarely. I'll do, I'll do sprints for right before the Amazing Race. I was doing sprints, and I was sprinting ten to twelve miles an hour. So, Have you ever just turned it up as fast as it can go and tried? I to think mine goes to twelve. I think that's the highest it would go. But, like, I could do may 12, I could do, like, an eighth of a mile, which is, like, half half a lap around a track. I mean, that's, like, hauling fucking ass. So, it's been a while since I've done that. So, I did, like, the sprinting stuff. What's up? This was Marcus's album I've seen. The guy who made his own ring out of meteorite. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize it was Marcus. There's a fucking picture of him. He's on Reddit? It was, was on Imager. Imger. Ah, oh, it's totally... Imager. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Imger? Imger. Imager. Imager? What fucking planet are you from? I mean, I spell Imger. It is but everyone Imger. knows you don't say it that way. Every, nobody says that. Was there a press conference? That was my don't problem. worry, Bernie. I'm on your side. Do you say Imger? Hold on. I've never said it out loud. I just say it in my head. Because you're definitely wrong. Because you, you kept saying espresso this morning. Yeah, but uh, I, I knew it's ES. I just, in my head, it, no, but in my head, it didn't <laughs> sound like I was saying espresso. <laughs> Express. Like if I would have like, spelled it, I would have put E X P R E S S E O. So confidently, I thought maybe he's talking about a drink that is a registered trademark called Espresso. Let's go with that. 
And then, <laughs> Why do you give Brandon the benefit of the doubt? You'd never give anybody. He was that. so yeah. confident in the stupidity. How did you have so so many bad interactions with Brandon in one day? Because we spent five minutes together, <laughs> and it was just. It like, was not five minutes. It was like less than ninety seconds. It was probably like ninety seconds. So here's the problem that probably Gus experiences more than anybody else now that there's way less people in this building. Like we went from like, what do you think? About hundred and twenty-five people in this building to about forty. Ooh, for, maybe. Maybe 40. 40? Yeah. Yeah. We might have like 25. Yeah. 20, anywhere between 25 and 40. It's a very big building. So it's like you run into people occasionally. But as a result of not seeing people all that often, when you see people, it's kind of a bigger deal. So there's more of an obligation to stop and have a chat <laughs> because it's like, oh, there's here's another person. When there was, you know, 150 more people here. And we're walking around, you're like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, you know, just wave at people or not or whatever. You can't really do that now when you're like well, approaching each other for like a minute. Yeah. yeah. And then it's yeah. like you, you feel like you have to have some kind of interaction. Is do that you feel that way? Um, yes, I guess. But I walk, <laughs> I specifically walk past in the building to avoid human interaction. Do you really? Yeah, I know like where the least possible chance of running to people You're is. pretty close to an exit. Like you do can you go out the back. Yeah, but I can't come in that door, which is a pain do in the ass. Do you just walk the fire lanes? Yes, I walk the fire lanes around <laughs> the building to avoid. <laughs> which uh, are pitch black people. and... There's some lights. Yeah? Yeah. Because breaks out his iPhone. <laughs> is, is that area up for grabs until it's decided? For example. Just plant a flag, like the Oklahoma land rush. Can I rent one of those bouncy castles and just play, and play on yes. it for like a day? Do yeah, it. I will give you, if I can get in the bouncy castle, you have permission to do that. Let's do it. L no, you said you're doing it, and I'm going to be in it. <laughs> that's all, that's the whole agreement. All right. Was it the, <laughs> there's this place in Austin I think it was, was it a pinata place or a bouncy castle place that got shut down in East Austin? It's like the ultimate gentrification story where the, the, <clears throat> the leaseholder who had been there forever, they were leasing this place and the, the landlord was like, nope, you're gone. Like within a day, according to many people, broke every possible covenant when it comes to leasing property, kicked out this pinata place and then replaced it with like the most hipstery thing you can they, imagine they, they, which they, was like coffee for, shop with cats they, <laughs> they revoked the lease then like overnight bulldozed the building yeah so that there was no like recourse there was no right, way to protest because the building was gone right and then they built a cafe with cats <laughs> with cats which in, 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 in the cat cafe's defense was not their fault not in the least they just happened to be there and they're the subject of a lot of hate for, as a result of that, even though they had nothing to do with All it. All the pinata fans? Yeah, they just happened to... That's absolutely the Streisand effect, though, <clears throat> because the only reason I know that this cafe exists in Austin is because people are protesting it constantly. Protesting people who just, like, started a business and rented a property that was available, and then they... <laughs> there's a, there it is. Oh, it has cats yeah. in it, right? Uh, yeah, and I think they did a, a crowdfunding thing to get that thing started. <laughs> <laughs> even, God, even... It looks like such a brand new East Austin building, too. Like, they knock down, like, some old, probably 100-year-old building, and they build, like, this little thing, but then all the zero-scaping out front is just, like, it just feels, like, so East Austin to me. Yeah, they uh, they had a Kickstarter. What was this? How'd they do? Uh, they raised $62,000. Not bad. How many cats did that buy? <laughs> all the cats. cats you could want. Cats are free, man. They're just, they're just walking down the street. Yeah, but those are, like, shitty cats. cats. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I just adopted a, a street cat. Really? Yeah. You didn't learn your lesson? There's the Oh, there's wow. The yeah, one. they bulldozed it. That's really, I mean, did they, it looks like they bulldozed it with stuff in it. <laughs> yep, they did. Well, like all the inventory was in it? Yeah. Yep. What? They really yeah, hated that, that the, place. They should find out where the landlord Listen, is and protest the landlord for doing that. What are you that. supposed to do with piñatas? 
<laughs> I'm just saying they fulfilled their destiny. I would have totally fucked with them too. Like the ne- like overnight they bulldoze it, and overnight before the next morning, I would have gone out there with a bunch of fucking candy and just thrown it all. <laughs> like that was it. I would have paid a bunch of kids to pretend to be dead in the rubble. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You're a sick person. Be horrifying. Yeah, it would be horrifying. Yeah. It's horrifying you even thought of it. <laughs> it's horrifying at a lot of levels. Speaking of horrifying, I went downtown this weekend. Um, uh, no, I'm going to say, I know this story. <laughs> Downtown's already horrifying. I try to avoid that when all possible on, on the weekend. All right, go ahead, Gavin. Yeah, I, went, I, n- I never go out anymore. I've... It's never, never do it. But why do you think that is? You think people don't like you, so they invite you places? Is that what it is? No, I just stopped going out. Stop, stop drinking. Mm-hmm. Ever since I moved out from Jeff's, we don't. I don't drink every day. So now, whenever I get drunk, so, I, so on average, you're still an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, you were but drunk now, every night. No, no, no. I would drink most nights, but I was never drunk every night. I'd have like one whiskey. That's not drinking. Are you drunk every night? Yeah. Every night you get drunk. Yes. I don't like being drunk. How do you do? Okay, go ahead. I, you drink. I'm interrupting your story with horrible things like it. Life. Anyway, so I was, uh, because I never drink anymore, total lightweight. I was like, hey, Bev, Bev, Bev. Yeah, it's very cheap. Mm. <laughs> Especially whenever I was buying your drinks anyway. So um, we're out in this place. It's one of those places where the bar itself was quite small, but the outdoor bit was massive. Loads of people. And one of those porta potties in the back. And I didn't actually bother looking inside to see if there was a. What do they call a, a porta potty in the UK? Uh, Plasti bog. Plasti bog? No, I wish they <laughs> would. Have you know one of those friends? So I spotted yeah. it and I was like, yeah, I'll go and, go and take a nice leak. Uh, the door didn't lock, but there was a line. Cheeky leaky. Cheeky leaky. There was a line for the bog. Um, and it didn't lock. So everyone sort of knew that it didn't lock because the person in front knew that it didn't lock. So there wasn't any. And like, you also watched you, the person go in. Yeah, you knew not to go in because you just yeah. watched them go in. So it's like, like a magic trick. Rule. <laughs> yeah, so I was in line. There were like three or four people ahead of me. Slowly got to the front. Went in, whipped out my John Thomas, started going. Totally normal behavior. Normal behavior. I was like, I'm not worried about the door. People just w- watch me walk in. I've been peeing for about two seconds. Someone just barges in, flings the door <laughs> open, stands next to me. I'm like, How do you stand next to someone in a porta potty? Very, very uncomfortably close. Huh. So I'm there, sort of like, What are you doing, dude? I'm peeing here. And he was like, I just gotta, I gotta do this in here. There's too many people around. I just gotta do this in here. Whips out this little thing of cocaine. Right, and then pull like a little metal strip. Does a line of coke off your dick? Nope. Oh. But within you know, drip distance of little coke nugs could have landed coke on my penis. Nugs. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> like, just livid at this guy. It's like, hey, like, am I gonna get arrested if if a cop comes in and sees you doing coke with my penis out? Unquestionably, they would not. They wouldn't assume like the guy just walked in and yeah. you don't know him. It was just like you'd like be deported. Yeah, it was like this totally normal thing. Just I'm gonna do a line of coke next to a complete stranger, and I'm like, oh my god. And and I, how to explain this? How do you do it? He did it like this. With what? He had like it was like a little pot, and the yeah. lid had a, a a thing on it. Like oh, a little so metal he thing. just pulls it out, and it's got like coke on it. Yeah. Okay. He like screwed around. And I'm like trying to figure out what's happening. He didn't say, oh, I'm about to do a line <laughs> right here, <laughs> which is the polite thing to do. So he's doing that, and I'm like, I'm like just speechless. I wrap up my pit, my piss. It's quite long. So real quick, how's your stream? Is it staying pretty steady during all this, or does it's it like? It's pretty steady. Stream I didn't know how you accidentally turn and piss all over him. <laughs> well, he would have got out of there. Yeah. So uh, I finished up, and then I went out, and then he followed me out, started talking to me. Realized I was British, and was like, "Oh, British, huh? That means you're not circumcised." And I was like, 
I mean, you just saw my penis. Why didn't you look while we were in there? He didn't check you out? I don't think so. You're not circumcised? No. I'm from England. We've talked about this before. I'm from England and I'm not Jewish. We might not, it, we might not have talked about it when Brandon's yeah, on the it, it, it comes uh, up in the story. He's a gay man. And he was like, you know, I've never sucked off an uncircumcised penis. You want to head back in there and I'll blow you? And I was like, <laughs> this, is, this has gone from zero to a hundred. So far, that's that's what Coke does, man. And I <laughs> let me ask like, this question: If you say yes, uh, so I don't want to, I don't want to take away from your story. Let's assume Gavin says yes to this, and he wants to get blown by the guy in the porta potty, the plastibog. <laughs> Do they have to wait in the line again, or can they can they go to the front and say, "You guys just saw us. We were just in there, and now we both need to go back in." I left my phone in there. That, well, there was yeah. something we we like we'll both go and get yeah. it. And in my head, I'm like so blown away by the whole experience, literally. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> Why would you want to be rude? I, I, I don't want to be like, A, you, you, just, uh, you just splashed coke all over my penis, and B, no. So I, the way I phrased it was so weird. I was, I was like, you know, I, I'm not into that at this point in my life, but, you know, maybe one day. I'd be into that, like trying to make excuses. Did you really? As to why I didn't know you were so British. One moment, you're so British. You I could just be like, no, right? I'm not gay. Right. But instead, I was like, I'm, I'm not quite ready. But, uh, you know, if you see me around in like 10 years, <laughs> ask me again. Did you really tell him that? You took a rain check on a porta potty blow. <laughs> in 10 years' time, let's meet back at this porta potty. Look, I don't if know I, how I'm going to If, if you still haven't blown <laughs> anyone and I still haven't gotten blown, we'll make a pact that in 10 years we, you, we can blow each other. It's experiences like that that totally make me wish I was gay, though. Like, it sounds like it'd be so fun. <laughs> what? Porta potty is like way down the list of places where you want to have sex. I don't think that's exclusively like. A gay person thing. Some chick could have gone in there, done coke, and said, "I've never blown a dude who's uncircumcised." Man, I, I yeah. guess. I mean, the chances are way slimmer. I I agree with Gavin. They don't completely. have like they don't, don't have like gay confidence. What's that? Well, it's not two dudes. <laughs> what? It's not two dudes, right? What's not two dudes? Well, if you have a, a man and a woman, if it's two guys, I think it's way more likely. Like, hey, do you want to like do you want to go blow each other in the porta It's Like, fuck yeah, let's go. That's fucking great. Yeah. So I'm like, gonna from, stand around here. I went very quickly from being. Very confused, very annoyed, and then I immediately calmed down and just had like a nice chat with him and then politely declined a blowjob and left. It was kind of flattering though, you yeah. feel good about yourself. And I came back and I came back to the group and I was like, that was mental. I'm, I, I should come downtown more. <laughs> You're a hot commodity. Yeah. Although I have to say it's like, I think you experienced, that's a pretty extreme example, but you experienced what a lot of women experience when they go out. To bars, I, I get frustrated when I go out in groups with nice girls who feel like they have to put up with guys. And it's like, because then the rest of us kind of have to put up with this shitty guy who's like, clearly, she's clearly not interested, but she's not rude enough or she's too nice to say, fuck off, I'm not interested. And so she's just being kind of evasive, but she clearly doesn't want anything to do with the guy. So then I have to go over and tell the guy to fucking beat it, basically, <laughs> or something. And I always appreciate it. I, I tell you what, I love going out with Barb because, as you can imagine, Barbara gets approached a lot, and she just like she's very upfront with people. I've always appreciated that about Barbara. She's like, yeah, she doesn't like. Hey, like I'm out with friends. I'm not really here to meet anybody. She goes, so I can't talk to you right now. They go again. She goes, she'll be like, hey, you need to take off. Like literally, to people she doesn't know. Just say if, if they don't time. get the message, she's very, very clear. Yeah, like, yeah. same time she, for everyone involved. She'll never like take the drink and then blow them off. She, she's like straight at the beginning. She's like, no, no. Yeah, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. I've, I've tried to do that. Like, uh, if a guy was going up to a, a friend of mine and was like, look, man, she's just, she's not interested. They, they rarely see 
eye to eye. Like they really believe you. If they really oh, think no, they that's have a true. chance, right? Like I've been called like some pretty bad stuff, and they yeah. just keep right. on like, look, you seriously need to leave. It's, it's, and then you're like, I just need to make sure I'm close to the bouncer. Yeah. In case this guy and, gets and especially if alcohol's involved. Yeah, like, absolutely. Even, even worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me. Are you a boyfriend? Oh yeah. Are you doing? Let, tips me, yet? let me read this. Huh? No, 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 not yet. Next one. I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna make my bottle cap in one of those cups. Go ahead. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Harry's. Sometimes finding the right gift for a guy can feel impossible. It can be difficult to find something that's a thoughtful gift, but also useful. Luckily, Harry's is here to help. If you haven't heard of them before, Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy, who are fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they started their own razor company to give people the great shave that they deserve. Uh, this holiday, Harry's is offering a limited edition saving, shaving set that has a midnight blue chrome razor handle, three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges, a foaming shave gel that smells amazing, and all in a beautifully designed gift box. As a special offer for our fans of the show, we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off your order when you enter code ROOSTER at checkout. Free shipping ends on December 9th, so act now. Go to harrys.com right now. Click on the link in the description. Uh, get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. Don't forget to enter code ROOSTER at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys.com, code ROOSTER. Uh, love Harry's. I just uh, had to buy myself another blade because I forgot mine in Korea. But I'm super happy to be uh, shaving with Harry's once again. So big thank you to Harry's for supporting this episode of the podcast. Here, you, I, I don't know if you can see it because of the mic arm. But Bernie threw that uh, coaster, and it landed right on this cup right here. That's amazing. Nailed it. Well, I hit your shoulder and slid down. Perfect. <clears throat> a beautiful throw. So again, Shout out to uh, Irish Nord on Twitter who told me that I had a tag hanging off of my sweater. So uh, I got rid of the tag. Irish Nord. So what's Go to fucking bed, by the way. If you're in Ireland. Christ, what yeah, time is it there? What is what Three is in the morning? Plus six? foreskin like? Is it? It seems warm. It's what is like having that experience. Like I have no idea. Warm. It's like shaft skin. Brand, you want a coke? <laughs> 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 it's yeah. It's just an extension of shaft skin. Oh no, no, I know, I know what it is. And then it just feels like that, like like thumb the middle of your penis, mm -hmm. and it's just like a slightly looser version of that, but you at the to, top. Yeah, like clean it every day when you're in the shower. I like mean, I have a shower every day, and I wash most of my body every day. Yeah, you clean your body. Yeah, but every no, day. no, no. I know, but you like clean. You have to go and like. You know, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give it a like when I'm when I'm vacuuming, I got to take a rug and I got to like pull it nah, out. I just and vacuum like under the other do rug. a wiggle waggle with it okay. in my hand and it, you know, flies out and gets clean. So I see, it, you've had to do that like every day of your life, and I've never had to do that. So well, every you've day spent a lot more time in the shower. Every day of my life since puberty, you didn't clean it before puberty. Well, I mean, you kind of can, but it's like stuck on there. Oh no 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 no! That, that's not an image. Let's change the subject. Like you, you don't you don't life. get the fully released bell end until no. later in life. Really? Yeah, that's right, right? Yeah. I'm the only one who can collaborate that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not circumcised either? No. What the heck? I thought it was like you it's a is a lot of people that's you, know, like, you know what the funniest circumcision story I that normal? I know is the Nathan Zellner and his brother David. <laughs> And one of them is circumcised and the other's not. <laughs> they they made, made, made a video about it. They made a movie it? about it, yeah. yeah. And how it's like a big fucking deal. And they sat their parents down and go, why did you circumcise <laughs> one of us and not the other? And, they, they, and their parents were pretty evasive, yeah. honestly, in their answers. But it's really funny. It's like you would think that would be a consistent approach yeah, right. to but child. To be, so to be honest, the, there's not the, much point in doing it. The rate, and it's quite dangerous. The rate in the U.S., for males between age 14 and 59, as of 2014, is 81%. So you're in the majority. Whew, for a second, I thought I was a freak. 
Um, it doesn't really happen in, in England unless you're Jewish. Like yeah. The only people I know, knew who were circumcised were Jewish. Mm. That's so weird. Yeah, my, I think, uh, like, when I was born, you know, my uh, the doctor asked my parents if they wanted to. My parents are from Mexico, and I guess it's not as common in Mexico, so they said no. That's so weird. So I'm trying to find the Zellner or the Zellner is video. the are the <coughs> is the dad circumcised? Brandon, I don't know. <laughs> That's a huge thing, though. Like I, think, I don't remember. They might have said it in the video. Was I that, don't was I'm guessing video if you're there's... circumcised, you'd want your kid to be circumcised. Maybe. Well, maybe not. Maybe you like. I don't like this. I don't like this messy snip work of my dick. I knew it, so you don't like it, so you wish you were circumcised. No, I'm saying I wouldn't like it if I was circumcised. I've got my intact penis. I'm now looking. I've at got my hundred. I've got a hundred percent of the penis I was born with. Yeah, but it looks so angry, and it's the same size as the day I was born. So. That's what you want, right? You want an angry-looking dick, <laughs> no. not some like timid little. <laughs> no, I want something that dick. just says, "Look, just." Was don't, that the, the video where there afraid. was a car accident of some sort, and they they're both like bleeding? And what was the theme of that video? Yeah, it was the uh, the heist, the sombrero. They were mariachis. What is that? <laughs> they made some funny videos. They, ma they make some really, really interesting films. They really do. Yeah, I think... Oh, that that's really interesting. When you look up autocompletes for people... You ever do this? You ever look up somebody's name and then autocomplete? No. And what the most popular... Like, Gus, what do you think your most popular autocompletes are? Gus Sarola. We've done this on the podcast before. So there's no way you Retirement plan. No, Gus Sarola. Wife. People are trying to find Esther. Gus Sarola, Twitter. Congratulations. Your thoughts are very... Valuable to people. They're, they're, they're important. IMDb and Gusarola age. So net Nathan Zellner's is top is uh Nathan Zellner leaves rooster teeth. Oh. Ah. Well, look at that. Nothing on circumcision. Although tomorrow it will be. <laughs> <laughs> so which one Maybe. was circumcised and which one wasn't? I think they went. David's older, so I think they circumcised David, and they were like, "Yeah, I maybe mean, we shouldn't have done that." So they didn't circumcise Nathan. So Nathan's in the club, and I think they were both. Club. Like, envious of each other in some weird way. You can't talk about two brothers' penises and do this, by the way. <laughs> you can't do that. Because in this. So. Although one can dock in the other. No, I... I, 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 I hope that has never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that... That wouldn't be pleasurable. No. No. I like the scene in Interstellar. <laughs> that was a good scene. Did you see, I'm actually two I penises just, I, with Hans Zimmer music playing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tars! Come on, <laughs> Except one of the dicks is spinning out of control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this got a nice rotation. I just watched that scene again. That's such a tremendous scene. The music in that scene is amazing. I mean, even uh, uh, why is her name slipping my mind? The uh, female lead in that. Anne Hathaway. Thank you. I was gonna say Anna Kendrick, but uh, Anne Hathaway when she passes out and she's like she's like in zero gravity, but with a ton of centrifugal force. It's just like it felt. It felt perfect to me. It didn't feel faked or anything like that. Isn't it centripetal force? And because centrifugal force is fictional or something? No. Oh. I have no idea. Is centrif centrifugal force you learn is fictional? Why? Is it centrifugal? Like, isn't What's it nothing? Isn't it not real? Isn't it not actually what... I don't know. I always learned it as... I, I, it's did, probably did, like did espresso, you, espresso. <laughs> while you look that up, uh, did anybody see that gif of the Soyuz module docking with ISS? No. no, it's like a, it's like a twenty minute process, but they sped up the gift so that it happens like in ten seconds. But it's crazy seeing you know little micro both like, adjustments. Yeah, they're well, they're both like spinning like crazy. Then all of a sudden, it's just stopped and stabilized, and then it's just like locked on, dead in. And you see like the world still spinning in the background. You know, like oh, all it's these relative one right, all these other. complex calculations are going on. Then all of a sudden, it's like boom, they're just like locked on, and then 
It so are they spending a lot of fuel to stay locked onto each other? Or is no, it like they, once they, they're adjusted, they just have to make the adjustment, fall, yeah. Gavin is correct. Centrifugal force, which most people uh, confuse with centripetal force. <laughs> centrifugal force is not a real thing, but you can you can feel it, but it doesn't exist. You can, yeah, that's why my... I, that's why I couldn't phrase it, because I, I don't know what that means. What does that I'm mean? totally just reading, like, off of a Google search here. I'm going to see if I can get that uh, that GIF up here. Is it going... So, like, if I... So... It's... What is that? This is the that GIF I was talking about, the Soyuz docking with ISS. Oh, right. It's like, like you see them just like moving. Are we playing it? Yeah, nope. it's coming through. And then, whoa! Move, and then just shoot straight in. Oh, that is awesome. so cool. Technology is like, amazing. It's, it's crazy the amount of math and computing power like you have to figure <laughs> out. Like the first time you're going to do this. That's time lapse whoa. for sure. Yeah, I think they, they said oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it said takes it 20 minutes. Like to think about trying to figure out how to do this. Like, if you're on the ground and they tell you, like, you have to write this piece of software that is going to take, you know, all these different speeds and angles and everything into account, and it's going to bring people from Earth and put them in this place in space. How do people still think the Earth is flat after seeing a video thinks, like that? Who thinks weird. So many flat Earth society moves. No. To this day. There was, like, a, a rapper recently, wasn't there, who said that whenever he's on a plane, he looks out and he doesn't see the curvature of the Earth, so he says that there's no way that the Earth can be... Is it Terrence Howard? Curve? He says a bunch of crazy stuff. Terrence Howard does say crazy I don't think shit. it was Terrence Howard. Not an actor or an, a rapper, but... We, we did a whole podcast about him and reinventing math. Terriology? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he came up with a new math. What, how can... I don't even remember what like it was. Two plus two equals three or something? Like, no, it was like one plus one can't be two because one times one is one. I think that was it. It was a B.O.B. Uh, <laughs> said that the, the Earth is flat. The Terrence Howard are. No, they're all normal. Net worth, wife, movies, and kids. You want to see insane tweets? Look at Tila Here's... Tequila. Oh yeah. She's oh from god. High Her brain, like I it's... didn't know that. She yeah. was uh, giving a Nazi salute at a neo-Nazi dinner in Washington D.C. the other day. That right. might have been taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> what a loony! Yeah. You know, I'm weird to think now with like the whole flat Earth thing, where. There was this idea that you should question everything. Like you should, you should get information. You should question it. Like when you said centrifugal force isn't real, I was like, I was like, I've been told my whole life that it's real, but maybe Gavin's right. I'm gonna go look that up. So I go look it up. You should question that. We're in a new phase now. I think especially post election, where now it's not question everything. It's just don't believe anything. Everything is fake. <clears throat> and if anybody has any information, they're a sheep. Like you can't believe any source of information now at all. And if you believe any source of information. Then you're inside of a bubble or an echo chamber. Or you're something saying like this that. is the current mindset, not this is the way it should be. This is the current mindset. Yeah. It's like anytime anybody says anything about anything, they're like, "You're you're you're being fooled by the media," mm -hmm. yeah. and that's the new thing. It's like now we we have all this information, but none of it's real information. That's the approach that everyone takes now. Now, now instead of questioning everything, the standard default is to disbelieve everything that you hear. It's, I don't know that that's a healthy mind state to be in. No, that's not like your opinion. Yeah. I think now it's like, if this is your opinion, just assume that it's completely true. Yeah. And anyone, yeah, who comes at it is just trying to, like, squirrel their way. I think we've seen, you know, that's a, a reaction. I think it's an extreme reaction, but it's a reaction to the fact that false news proliferates so quickly now. Mm -hmm. Like, stuff or is not... Or people, when anything negative is said about them, they say the media is lying. Right, right. But it's like, stuff is not fact-checked. Like, there was that story, I think, over the weekend... Uh, that Boston. said, oh no, it said that uh, that was an older one. But someone said on Twitter that CNN aired thirty hours yeah. of pornography 
uh, for 30, or 30 minutes of pornography and nobody noticed. And, you know, sites started picking it up and news outlets started running it. There was no fact checking. Nobody knows that this happened for real. It's just there was one tweet about it. The cable company says there, there's no way that that could have happened. Yeah, and there's that guy in Austin who took a picture of random buses while the, the Trump protests were going on and said, like, oh, these people were bussed in to protest. And then it was everywhere. Yeah, and it was for a conference. And then he was like, sorry, my bad. Right. But then, like, that's the stuff, like, the corrections, like, no one ever sees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see a crazy headline, and then that's what sticks with you. Yeah, forever. And in, like, 10 years, it's going to come back at a random conversation with somebody, and they're going to believe, like, no, that's absolutely true, until someone forces them to look it up. Like if you can even look it up at that point. Like, nobody will really remember that in the future. I mean, everything's going to be documented, right? Like, you can be able to look up anything about anything forever. Well, until the revolution. And we're all gone. <laughs> yeah, we have some weird thoughts, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, at some point, things are going to, like, everything's going to crash. What What do you mean? Hmm? I mean, at some point, society's going to crash. I want to point out that <laughs> Brandon has spent the last... Three months of his life with Joel Heyman. So, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So the right. fact that he came on this podcast and everything's about to collapse. Go ahead. Not about to, but at some point it will in time. No. Why? What is this logic? The sun will consume the earth. How oh, that? that's you're talking about entropy. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. I'm just saying there is an end. And I think what we'd have to be worried about. What the you're most. describing is what I call the Superman problem, which is Superman fights villains all the time. And the villains, their plot is always to destroy the world. Who the fuck knows why, right? They want to destroy the world. And that Superman has to bat a thousand in beating those villains. Because they only have to destroy the world once. Mm -hmm. They only have to win one out of like 10,000 rounds. Yeah, but and surely, they win. surely he could just fly around the shards of Earth and they'd come back together. Because that's how time travel works in the first Superman. Well, that's how movie. comics work. He'd just go mush and then heat vision it and then he's got the planet back. But it'd be flat. That was nonsense, <laughs> spinning the earth the other way. Oh, that was total nonsense. That was a bullshit. That's like uh, people didn't like the movie, so they had to go and like shoot a new ending. I saw some oh, people. Oh, Lois Lane died in it? Lois Lane died, and then like Superman's like, I guess I'll fly around backwards. I saw some people will... trying to argue recently that that's not what happened, that he didn't reverse the earth and go backwards in time, that he flew so fast around the earth using gravity as an assist that he went faster than the speed of light. They actually showed that it was going back backwards. Right, oh, because he's but, traveling time. Right, but the counter argument is at the very end, he flies the opposite way a couple times to restart the rotation of the Earth. That is correct. So it's like that that theory, while admirable, does not hold up. Also, right. if you want to use gravity as an assist, go around the sun. True. Maybe you didn't farther. have enough time. Take him a long time. <laughs> how, how fast do you man fly? Well, if he can do a lap of the Earth like this, pretty pretty fast. You'd Astronomical be the sun. distances are much greater than you think. I mean, it takes eight minutes for light to get here. He flies slower than the speed of light, right? Yeah. So. Really? Dude, are we going to argue about comic book physics? Yes. I mean, I, this, this, the speed that he did one lap of the Earth was rapid. He, get, he built up some speed. He was going at a steady How clip. How fast does Superman fly? And also, why doesn't he fly that fast all the time? Because uh, you know, in the atmosphere, he'd rip it apart. Like the Concord. <laughs> I, there you go. That's my information for you. He can totally change the rotation of the Earth. Pesky Kong for the atmosphere. <laughs> Which would rip everything apart. By the way, I saw there's a new supersonic transport that's in development that holds only two people. And it'll go from LA to Australia in five hours. I would love that. That is going to be too expensive. You're going to need a pilot friend. Well, I think it's supposed to be <laughs> autonomous. Oh. Weird. It's way in development. It's one of those things you read about that'll never be For two people, it'd be expensive as knobs. Imagine paying. Not. What? You got to buy, buy a plane. 
Also, Concord went out of business for, for being too expensive. Yeah, among other things, yeah. And the horrendous crash. Yeah, the fact that on takeoff it flipped over backwards and landed in a uh, French hotel. Yeah, yeah, that, that, well, that, that too. It, it hit some stuff though, didn't it? The problem is, yeah, if you crash stuff. the Concorde, you're crashing people who have a lot of money, and people who have a lot of money have access to a lot of lawyers. It's just like the, the your, risk, your risk profile is too big. On the Concorde like also that. needed much more regular maintenance because of the stresses of supersonic flight. It needed to be the, the engines and the body, like they just couldn't last as long. So as a result, like just created more and more it expense. It'll expand too and it would yeah. have to deal with all the science. Yeah, there was there, there were a lot of factors. That was loud. That went into that. But uh, you were talking about Superman. I finally saw Batman versus Superman oh, uh, you never the other seen day. Go ahead. It was bad, but not as bad as people made it out to be. Yeah. I that think it's because you went in with zero expectations. Maybe. Yeah. There's a good movie in there. And I think there was just like a bunch of other shit bolted onto it. I think that there was a lot of there was a lot of potential. I was like, I finished. I was like, okay. Now what did you think great. of Man of Steel then? I did not. I thought like Ben Affleck was great. I thought Ben Affleck was good. I thought you only, everyone in the was great. I didn't even mind what's his face as uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. 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 Like you could razor blade the hell out of that movie. Just cut out just certain sequences and like even like scenes, and, and then you're like, oh yeah, this is this this moves. This is quick. Yeah. So well, this Superman's is, the only you, part that I was like, even the Holly Hunter character, like. You could have created all of that setup without her being such a major character. It felt like. Yeah. I don't know. There, there was a lot of I just stuff like that Holly was. Like, yeah, she was, she was great. great. She was she great, but I love her. her and John to... Goodman, I just love. Basically, anybody who regularly appears in a Coen Brothers movie, I love those people. Like mm. Francis McDormand, even like Brad Pitt, George Clooney. It's like anybody who's ever been in a Coen Brothers movie, I instantly love him. Javier Bardem. Now, he's awesome. He's the villain in. Uh, no country, no country for old men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was also the villain in uh, one of the Bond movies, Spectre. Spectre Quantum of Bollocks. No, wasn't it? Quantum of Solace? No, he was in an, uh, another it's one. the one with the old Javier bird. Bardem. That was a Skyfall? It was Skyfall. Skyfall yeah. was Skyfall. Yeah. Quantum of Bollocks was the uh, green or whatever. He's, he's a James Bond expert. I would totally rely on Gavin for I've fallen off the last few. I'm not keen on him. Wow, you're not even going to lose your passport. Casino question When you go to go back in the country, they're going to be like, what was the car he drove in the last? <laughs> probably like, I haven't seen it yet. They're like, get out, you fucking. I really like Casino Royale. <laughs> yeah, Casino, Casino Royale was, was a decade ago. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like that and Goldeneye, I think, were like the two best out of like the last. Directed by the same man, Brandon. Mm-hmm. I thought Skyfall was really good. I the, visually, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the cinematography was, was best really, really James Bond movie go. Mm, I don't know. Best James Bond movie go. Gavin. Casino Royale. Live the new and, one. Live go. and let die. Live and let die. A Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Goldeneye's, Goldeneye's great. my second I'm, favorite. Goldeneye's great. Fucking I'm, dope. I might yeah. stick with Skyfall just because of the cinematography and also um, stepped, having Adele sing a James Bond song seemed like the biggest one He stepped the on a, one ever. a dragon's head. Though. Live and let die with Grace Jones, huh? I like that. That might be the first one you saw. Was that the first one I remember seeing? I was like, this is crazy. Live and let die doesn't have Grace Jones. Although, that's Wait, Pierce Brosnan, not my favorite James Bond. View to a kill. There you go. My favorite James Bond is Roger Moore. Yeah, and it's, it's very unpopular. Moonraker, fucking dope. Spy Who Loved Me, fucking great. He's very likable. <laughs> they both have Jaws in him. <laughs> yeah, Jaws is the best, dude. He's dead, right? Yeah. I think he died fairly recently. recently. Michael met him. Yeah, I don't think I met him. I don't think I met him. Richard Keel. Yeah. Then Happy Gilmore, too. Yeah, he was a, he was a, he was an interesting guy. Uh, those, those really big guys like Andre the Giant, the guy, what's his name? The guy who played Jaws, Richard, Richard Keel. Keel. Richard Keel. Um, 
Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca. I met him. That was like I have a picture with him. Fucking nicest guy on the planet. We were the reason why we meet these people is we when we do some of these events like. We don't do them so much anymore because we have our RTX in Sydney and RTX and now Let's Play Live and other events and we kind of save ourselves for that. But we used to go and be guests at conventions and then we'd end up with all the other guests and Peter Mayhew was one of them and him and his wife are just like the nicest fucking mm -hmm. people on the, on the planet. And it's like, I'm sitting next to Chewbacca. It's like the yeah. coolest fucking thing. It's just I'm, like I'm an Akon. Un-fucking-believable. Mm -hmm. Richard Keel's 7'2". I didn't realize he was that tall. He's yeah, it's the dude. same as all those tall guys. It's like that, the weird like tumor thing on the front of the... Brain. In a pituitary brain? Yeah, it just like dampens all of the body's natural chemicals to stop growing until... How come nobody's harnessed that? If they know like that's what causes that, you think they would be like, we're like, gonna grow giant people. Like the NBA I guess puts all their can money that to that? Legally? Probably you should not, look up the ages, I think the guy was called Robert Wadlow or something. Oh yeah. And uh, look up his age and his height as he, he never stopped growing and he was gi ginormous. I think he was the world's tallest man. He's uh, 8 foot time. 11 inches. Yeah, he just didn't stop. How tall is how, Master Chief? I was gonna say, how tall is Shaq? Uh, well, look up Master Chief. Master Shaq, Chief, seven, I mean, I say, one, okay, so, seven you, two. You're a big Halo player, Gavin. Ma how tall? Wow, that guy's huge. Look at that next to a car. Jeez. Yeah, he ended up just dying from like complications of being tall. I think. Looks like two yeah, regular like your, dudes trying to sneak into a movie together. I think it's like, like your blood circulation becomes a problem. Yeah, like, he died yeah, at like uh, lungs or tw something. Twenty-two. Master Chief is seven foot four. Gavin. How tall is Master Chief? Oh, we're guessing? Yeah. S seven two. Fucker. Um, right are you all answering in armor or out of armor? I'm gonna say in armor. Who gives a shit about Chief out of the armor? He's never out of armor. So seven four and seven two? Yeah. Yeah. Seven two. Fuck. Oh, that was right. Great mm -hmm. job, Gavin. Six I, I, I ten feel... without armor. Interesting. So he's like Yao Ming. How big is Yao Ming? Yao Ming seven four? I think Yao Ming's bigger than Master Chief. Seven two or seven four. So Yao Ming looks Ming's very proportioned for a guy really? that size. So that guy Robert Wadlow is a foot and a half taller than Yao Ming. That's insane. Oh, there's Shaq next to a <laughs> recreation a museum, I guess. So if he's look at how weird Shaq looks small. Yeah, he could reach up and dunk without jumping. Then he didn't. He probably he never bang had his to head jump. on the rim almost. Never had to jump in his life. Probably. I doubt he could. Yeah, his yeah. legs would break under him. Imagine every door frame being too too short. No. It's just weird to see Shaq like looking like a little kid in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My last house, I don't know if, uh, if I did ever talk about it, I must have talked about it a long time ago, but my last house I used to live in, when it was originally built in the 40s, was built for, um, for, for dwarves. It's, really? Yeah. You, you've been in there before, but that's why like the ceiling was low, uh, all the door frames were smaller than normal, and before I renovated it, all of the light switches were really uh, low to the ground. That's crazy. Yeah. You should have left it. It was it was charm. It was difficult for me, <laughs> and I'm not even like that tall. But yeah, and then there were also ceiling fans. It was like it was uh, it was something else. Good for that family though. Yeah, it was it was unusual. It was, you, it was it was a good house. Just had to do have, a few have you ever looked up and tried to find out who this who these people were? No, like, I've been curious them. about it, but I never you I never should. really spent too much time looking into it. Light can go around the Earth seven point five times a second. So, so he was he wasn't going that fast. He wasn't going that fast, but. Not far off, maybe like a quarter of that. Uh, I think it was less. He was doing like a revolution, uh, maybe like doing two a second. Yeah, you're right, about a quarter. Yeah, because because it, yeah. it was like they were trailing a line <laughs> yeah. behind him, so it's like, yeah. yeah, he got going pretty fast. That's probably the fastest he's ever flown. I mean, so he's trying to like dead. bring back his dead love. Pissed. It's not like he what was her do name by the way? What's her name? Lois. Yeah, what's her full name? Lane. Lois Lane. Okay, got it. 
Earlier you said Lois Lang. And I was like, oh. I didn't know if that was oh, like, that's a big stroke too. I, I didn't know if it was Lana a Lang. It's like ex- espresso. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was a flub or if it was he believed that. So I had to come back to it. All right, let me read that. Gus is going to love Can I say one thing real quick before we do that, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I want to talk about. I was trying to figure out a way to do it. So you're talking about Batman. I'm assuming a lot of people have seen Batman vs. Superman. The reveal that took place in Batman Super Superman was like a big meme thing of like the way they settled their differences with the revelation that they had. Okay. Oh, the, yeah. Yes, so that, not talking about this, but talking about something else that I don't want to do any spoilers for. If there's a big reveal in something, if you're going to orchestrate a reveal and you're writing a reveal... Take as long as you want to set up the reveal, like to put all the, the building blocks in place. Like take a whole season or two seasons or eight episodes or whatever. But when you do the reveal, the reveal itself has to be concise and like, here's this thing. And here and then you can like show all the things that, that built it up or whatever. There was a reveal in something I was watching recently. It was just, it just kept it lasted forever. It was like a 10-minute reveal. I'm like, then by the time you get the reveal, it's like, we know. We already have this information because we've all figured it out over the course. You're talking about Westworld? Yeah. Over the course of this 10-minute reveal, it just took for fucking ever to get to it. And by the time it came to it, it's like, I already know this information. What? I already, I'm so far ahead of everybody else on screen, I know exactly what they're going to say next. When is Ed Harris going to figure out that he's got the maze right here on his head? <laughs> <laughs> Right there, dead center, yeah. like a brand. He's got the wrinkliest between the eyes, nose, skin I've ever seen on anyone. Love Westworld. Last night was the penultimate episode of the season. It was the ninth out of ten episodes. And that is the correct usage of penultimate. Oh, it is, thank you. And I've been corrected enough times. It's the uh, centrifugal episode <laughs> of, uh, of uh, Westworld. Do you say Typically, fugil? if a show is going to go multiple seasons... The second to last episode tends to be the biggest one. In Game of Thrones, episode nine of every season oh, has been phenomenal. Fucking yeah, brutal. Except for like the season before last. Where it was and like the one exception that was Breaking Bad, the third to last episode was fucking incredible. Just incredible. Anyway, I don't know if Westworld's coming back. I assume it's going to. They I just heard, renewed it last week. I heard it cost so much money to make that. They, but, it, was, it was delayed like a year and a half. Its premiere was delayed like a year and a half. I know somebody who works in like the industry out in L.A., that was close to that project, and he said they just ran into every fucking problem that you could imagine, except for like, well, they ran into every problem yeah. that you well, could possibly the, imagine. I heard that even earlier this year, while in production, they <coughs> halted production for three months to finish writing the last four scripts. Yeah. Like, they had everyone out there shooting, then they just stop. Come back in three months, we gotta finish wow. writing. But you, surely, if they do a second season, it becomes cheaper over time, because all this stuff's built. No, and the world is is built if they yeah. keep it. You just, gotta, you just turn the androids on. They're good. They're good. They're <laughs> the, was, I think the estimate I heard was like $100 million for the season. Yeah. That's a lot. God. That's a lot of bunts. I would do background work in a lot of shows. I wouldn't do Westworld. Because your Nick Dick would be out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can imagine how that conversation goes. It's like, hey, you did a great job. We want you to come. You're going to be in two episodes. Uh, you're going to be a character, a background character. You don't have lines, but you're going to be on a big HBO show. It's like, great. When should I come in for my wardrobe fitting? Like, well, <laughs> don't really worry about that because you're going to be sitting perfectly still and naked on a cold steel bench for about eight hours. Yeah, like I, I've been, I was thinking about that recently. Like when the when Tandy Newton agrees to do this show, it's like, listen, seventy percent of your time on screen, you're going to be naked. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's hard. And it's, it's, and like fifty percent of the time, she's not naked. She's having sex with somebody right. with a dress on, which is this guy finds strange. But and it's stuff you don't forget that. Like, uh, do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Mm-hmm. The guy who plays Ron did a full frontal scene in Deadwood on HBO. Mm. Oh, really? And I Nick just, I see it. It just comes at, it just flashes at me like every now and then. I'm like you can't un like if you do that, 
people will remember that forever. It will be burnt. I don't think it's damaging, though. I don't think so, but... Like, I mean, what's it's... the guy in Forgetting Sarah Marshall who's whipping his novel around? Oh, uh... Yeah, he's the guy from... Uh... Jason Segel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say Jason Sudeikis. I knew I had to mix up with this <laughs> SNL guy, who I fucking love, by the way. You know, he's, he's, is he married or dating Olivia Wilde? Yeah, they've been together for a while. Yeah, they had like a kid, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Who is? Jason, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other Jason. Yeah. I love this camera angle. He did. He did a great. He did the one of the greatest sketches ever with like a host that was kind of out there. Remember January Jones from uh, mm-hmm, Mad Men? Mm-hmm. She was the host of Saturday Live, and they like. I mean, she was kind of like lost the entire time. <laughs> Sometimes those hosts can be a lot of fun. And uh, he did a thing where they were looking at clouds together. It was just like he just made the whole sketch. Just like he was just like he went meta with it. And was just like what the fuck? Did you ever see that video where he uh, is the new coach for Tottenham? No. Oh, 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 great. oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> He did. Uh, those were all really funny videos. I forgot about those. They were those. great. Yeah. Yeah. He pretends to be the new Spurs coach. All right. Let me let me read this now. Question about Westworld when we come back. This okay. is a, a hypothetical question. You be careful. Everyone needs an ugly Christmas sweater this time of year. If you ugly? want bragging, how dare you? If you want bragging rights for the most talked about sweater at your Christmas parties, listen up. Tipsy Elves has hundreds of Christmas sweater designs that are like nothing you've seen before. They're not for the <laughs> faint of heart. Check out the all new 2016 sweaters. You won't find them anywhere else. Tipsy L sweaters are all about fun, but are serious on quality and construction. Oh, that's looking bad. Right now, our listeners get 20% off tipsyelves.com on anything they order on the site. Shop now so you have the best selection to choose from and have it in time for your ugly Christmas sweater party. Gus has the beer puncture. Go to tipsyelves.com, enter code TEETH at checkout, get 20% off site-wide discount. That's tipsyelves.com, and the code is TEETH. Gavin, Stop. never pour Stop. me a beer. Ever in my life. Gus, I will take uh, one of those beers off your hands. Can we get- Stop! Do we have any ping pong balls? Alright, now we'll play. <laughs> oh my god. I've never played beer pong. Really? I've Weren't never played. Weren't you in a frat? Yeah, we played quarters. That's Brandon's. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. Hurry. I just- oh, Brandon, just throw it! it though, right? No, you don't have to bounce it. it. Bounce it? Oh. <laughs> Come on, give me another one. Nope, nope. Oh, that's not going to work out well for you. Help him, Gavin. Gavin Come on. Help me. Hold his sweater still. Yeah. <laughs> I like that there's already paper towels for me off camera. So mine, mine is a straight out of North Pole. Gavin, you have a full suit on. I do, but without a shirt. But without a shirt. Well, the, the suit doesn't come with a shirt, right? No, yeah. Officer, I swear no, I haven't been drinking. You said no, yes. <laughs> what does that mean? No, it doesn't. You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes makes sense. It if, does. If the, if the clarification is no and you are yes, right. It is highly contextual, though. You could have said, you could have gone, you could also have said, yeah, no. You could have said it either way. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Yeah, no, that, that works too. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't come with it. Okay, <laughs> so here's the hypothetical spell. question I have about uh, Westworld. I am. I didn't mean to mean for to overflow like that. Gus is a married man. Brandon, yeah. you are very recently a married man. Gavin, you are very. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is the best. <laughs> Can we get a camera? Gus on? is wiping his crotch out. It's the best. He's just like cleaning a That's baby. That's a solid sponsorship right there. Your tag's showing too, jerk. Oh, there's some like excrement or something. <laughs> no, there's no excrement. I sat in chocolate earlier. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Why do you have chocolate there for? Why is your chocolate on your seat? <laughs> Who sits in chocolate? <laughs> what? Eating a chocolate bar. Where's your chocolate? <laughs> Give me chocolate. Broke off. And then it fell, and then I didn't see, and I sat on it. Just then sitting in your own crumbs. Up, and then when I came back to the chair, I saw that there was chocolate on the chair. I was like, oh, I got chocolate. <laughs> so I had to go to John Mace, and I had to go, say, hey, can you look at my ass and tell him if it looks like I shut my <laughs> <laughs> So I had John Mace check my ass. That was not yes. in the interview. 
This will be one of your duties. Tell on screen talent if they've shit themselves. <laughs> so, um, married man, very happily committed man down there in the suit. Hello. Right? So, this question came up as we were watching Westworld. I thought I would throw this out saying, hey, if there was a Westworld out there and I had sex with a robot, mm-hmm. would that cheating? be considered cheating? I vote yes. You vote yes. Gus, if you have sex with a robot, is it cheating? Yes. Yeah. One of the Westworld robots? Yes. Why? Okay, so where's the line then? So we got into this discussion. So I want to hear from people on Twitter. Yeah, yes or no. I, I can't make a poll because I don't have the actual Twitter app. But yes or no, is having sex with a robot considered to be cheating? Is that? But is the robot, is that the Westworld robot? Like the Westworld like robot. That's like an android. I would say android robot I think has different. It's a robot. It's a robot. Like, we also know them as characters that have gone outside the bounds. Like, when you first saw them and they're in those little loops, and they're like the Hall of Presidents people, like, is that it? So, but what's the line? Yeah. A vibrator is not, right? Yeah. Well, a, a, sex toy, a sex toy is not considered cheating. You can't well, convince a vibrator to fall in love with you. I would say, in Westworld, the thing you are fucking thinks it is human. And behaves and... But do you care what it thinks? Yeah, but still, there's uh, there's an emotional level of attachment there. It's so not would you, yeah. would you, on the like, part of the thing, on the part of the right. You're not. It's not like a, a dildo or whatever. So you would you take saying. a dildo up the ass if if the dildo thought it was a real human penis? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. No. <laughs> so no, you're I, all you're all in the camp that it would be cheating. Well, it's too yeah. realistic. It's too yeah. It's too realistic. Like if it was like Johnny Five yeah, from he, Short Circuit. But what's the? Nah, it's okay. What's the? What's the harm? I mean, are you worried that your significant other is going to run off with the robot? The personality makes it different. What do you? Th- what do you? Th- I don't get the threat level. Because I think you can get a lot of the same stuff from an android like that that you could being with a real woman. Oh, I definitely think. I, I think that that could cause a serious population crisis like, yeah. in this world. Would you? Would you bang a Furby? Thank you. Oh man, that's a long pause. To bang a Furby, I don't know. I mean, would I buy a? a what bang if a someone f- built a flashlight into the the base of a Furby and it like felt a, like a DIY? <laughs> 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 but it'll be it'll about? be conscious and like doing its Furby <laughs> crap, learning and stuff while learning. your knobs now while your knobs going in it. No, yeah, yeah, learning's important. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wonder, like, there will be a point at which sex robots will be normal. You will have one of these. You might even buy them for like fifteen-year-olds. You know, be what? like, no, like, I get that's a great idea. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, that's a great. They do that instead of going off and like getting someone pregnant or just you know being depressed for three or four years. <laughs> but I mean, let's just skip that whole thing. But humans okay. don't need that. But what? Well, we've we've lived millions of years without that. Yeah, but we keep inventing like we more and more like shit sexual that devices. Now. But most stuff we make is to improve, you know, upon the basics, right? You don't think sex is a basic? Yeah. I just feel like I just think like it's, you're fine. It's hard. To, it's hard to have sex if you're single. If they start, so what selling- are you gonna do? Like you have no idea. Like, am I gonna go to a bar? What are the odds? If I go to a bar right now. I'm gonna find somebody to have sex with. Maybe if I meet somebody, maybe we go on a few dates. Maybe we date for a few months. Maybe I'll have sex in three months. It's hard. All I'm saying is, if people are going to pick up their phone and dial a sex chat line, yeah, or there's like phone sex operators, if people are going to do that, they will buy sex robots. Yeah, buy them absolutely. or rent them? Well, let's assume they're going to buy them. You rent, <laughs> but like bring your own flashlight. You just swap it out. 
Right. Take it home, put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. But I mean, it does call a lot of stuff oh, into question, though. <laughs> and your cups and stuff. <laughs> Have you ever seen, like, if one of your cups. I was going to say, for the love, I think robot sex is totally fine. It's no, not. I think it's fine. I but it's, it's totally cheating. Fine. I don't think it is. Like, would you bang is. Robin Williams in Bicentennial Man? What's that? What? <laughs> Go ahead. In Bicentennial Man at the end when he technically becomes human? In a porta potty if I did some coke, sure. <laughs> why not? Bernie, what's that conversation like when you come home and you're like, oh, hey, honey, guess what I did today? I, it was crazy. I banged a, banged I don't a tell, robot. I don't tell actually everything I do in my day. <laughs> I'm saying, though, know, if like, it comes up, like, how do you defend Selectively that, like, choose what we discuss. Cheating. What if it looked exactly like your ex? It's like, hey, what'd you do today? Uh, well, uh, you were, uh, you were shopping and I jerked one out. I mean, I don't like, I mean, it's like, okay, but how don't do you have that discussion. she finds out about it. She finds out about it. How do you defend it as like, and she's like, oh, it's cheating. You're like, no, 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 it's not cheating for this That's reason. why you have the discussion beforehand. You set those boundaries in a relationship very clearly. So you're going to go, you're going to to be like, okay, look, I just want to talk before we do this. There's a sex robot. Is it okay if I fuck this robot? Like you got, I gotta send her like a like an iPhone picture of the girl and go. Is this like? <laughs> is this okay? Gotta be approval. Like I said, robot. Hold on. I, this is our rules in our relationship. I have to get approval. It's it's like the so. uncanny valley. Like as soon as that isn't an issue anymore, then it is an issue that you're having sex with it. Like once you cross that threshold of believability. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, when's that gonna it, come? Because we're on the spectrum at this point. So is there a point at which there's a line? But I think people are gonna fall out. As technology advances, people are going to fall out all along the way. Like, that's too far. Like, I read all the time about people who are not allowed to watch internet porn. And they're very, like, they're very upset. Like, I found my husband, he's watching internet porn. It's like, like, most people on the internet are watching internet porn. That's what they're doing. And this guy in his house is like, it's against the rules of his house to uh, watch internet porn. Doesn't goes, goes, make both directions. More? goes both just directions. Just porn so much better. What about in a hotel? Well, that would apply to technology. So I'm saying as we go further along, mm. what about a hotel? What does that mean? He's not in his house. Yeah, is it like he's allowed to in a hotel? Well, that's the rules of his household, oh. which your household travels with you. Speaking of, uh, do you ever use porn? hotel Wi-Fi for that? Never. Uh, I never. Although, if there's anybody like that works at my cell phone carrier, it's like I just push all my horrible data through my cell phone. It's like <laughs> I'm, sing I'm, I'm single threaded there, so it's like they. Yeah, I'm not running for office, or maybe I could now. Who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, I finally watched season one of Mr. Robot. Any of you watch Mr. Robot? No, what's that? Not yeah, yours? I, I know have. who's in it, though. You have? I fucking bail out hardcore on that show. Really? It was why? really good. Loved it. Why'd you bail? You bail on the weirdest stuff. You bail on GTA 5. Yeah, why, why'd you bail? Why'd I bail on GTA 5? Because you had to torture some guy with a drill. I didn't like that. I didn't want... I, and I couldn't get past that. I couldn't skip the part where you had to torture a guy. I didn't bail out on it. I just stopped playing it for two weeks. I eventually went back to it. By the way, Game's I played my first video game in like a year, and I think I found the perfect video game. For Skyrim. Me. No. Bless you. Those two fast sneezes in a row, somebody just did. They went, guk, guk. I can't do that. I can't do the thing where you stifle a sneeze. You tried, though, and it's funny. It's awful. You like, blew out one of your ears doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. I, I started playing Seven Days to Die. Mm. That game is fucking awesome. I played it like Alpha 1 or whatever, point zero two, and uh, it was garbage. Yeah. It's still garbage, but it's way better. What it's kind of game is it? Such, it's, a, it's basically like Minecraft in a zombie apocalypse, which Minecraft also has zombies. But it's the game we always talked about where you basically work all day like fucking crazy. You're watching the sun going down. This is when it's like uh, I Am Legend. When the sun starts to hit the horizon, you just fucking bolt back to your thing, which you've been building up these defenses. And then at night, you have to hold off the zombies all night. And then every seven days, there's just this massive attack that comes. And every seven days, the massive attack gets harder and harder. 
So it's like they start adding it. There's like 20 different kinds of zombies in the game. The animation so, I, it just goes not, forever. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a survival game. So you, try, yeah, every, you go as long as you can. Every seventh day sucks. I was playing so, It sucks. Why did you bail on Mr. Robot? Because uh, I don't. Uh, I, there was a moment in, in Mr. Robot where I felt it crossed the line between being inspired by something and someone just doing their take on something. Like it was inspired by a very popular movie, which you can guess if you've seen the show. And the reveal that happens like towards the end of the first season and that is the way they do it seems very much like the source material that it was inspired by. And then they also play the song from the film adaptation that I'm like, what am I watching? Am I watching a fanfic at this point? So I completely, I did enjoy everything up to that point, but I'm like, what was the purpose of me watching this? I'm so watching someone's fan fiction. If I haven't seen that movie, would I enjoy it? Yes. Yes. And even if you've seen the movie, you would enjoy it. I, I made the connection too. It didn't kill it for me. I don't know the movie. It was just I, we came out of it came out of left field, and the fact that they were so like bald faced about it after like there was nothing to indicate that all in the way. And I get there's a twist, so they can't necessarily reveal that. But it just seemed like it went beyond homage to me. It went to just like like a copy, hmm. which I gotta say. I'm not looking down on fan fiction. I Red vs. Blue I consider it to be one of the most successful fan fictions of all time. But it presents itself as yes, like fan. that. Yeah, it presents itself as being part of this like fun. Would you, you know, count take. that as fan fiction? I mean, I think a lot of people would for sure. I don't, but it certainly started from a place of fandom. I mean, really, and, you're just using empty husks and everything else is original. And we I think more so it was more like being a fan of like the multiplayer environment. And doing a fun take on that, that happened to also be based in Halo. But I was also a huge fan of Halo, and that was the multiplayer I was playing at the time. So, I think you have to be honest about that stuff, sure. You can't change that. how something started, no matter how big it gets. People, right. I always see people try to do that. They try to re revision. Recontextualize. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, how they started. It's like, no. You, but not yeah. many episodes were based on Halo. Like, not at all. It's just a very, it's just a big original sci-fi story. I definitely wrote it that way. I didn't write yeah. it to be that, but it, it, I think it falls in that space. If I did a movie that had really funny characters and they all had lightsabers, that would be a that'd be a Star Wars derivative fan fiction. It would be, you know, you'd have to you couldn't look at it any other way. Sure. It could be really great, but that's essentially that's the category it would fall in for sure. You know, you you brought up Star Wars. I'm gonna change the subject a little bit here. I was thinking about this the other day. I am really happy that Star Wars is a thing again. Could you fuck BB-8 and get away with that? Is he like? Is he? Oh, easily. No, he'd he'd flick you the little fire. He'd be like, "All right, it's on." Um, but you you wouldn't get in trouble with with your spouse. No, no, no. It's no. BB-8 smart though. Yeah, we can't. So would I, yeah, but it's not like a person. What if it was like, okay? What if it was like Dolores level intelligence or Cortana, but it was shaped like BB-8? Uh, so it would talk like a woman. It had a full intelligence and with it had feelings, and you could talk to it. Then, yeah, and she had your deepest, sincerest thoughts. That's, that's, yeah, that's cheating. No, yeah. I disagree. Because yeah, it's that, shaped like a little ball. That might be. Like I might be on Gavin's side. Here's so. what I'm trying to point out. This is a spectrum. We're on it. We're good. We're heading towards the end of this. We're all going to make the journey together towards the <laughs> other thing. And people are going to be along. Going, this is fucked. I'm not going but, any further than I this. I think if you can text it and at night think about talking to it and looking forward to talking to it, that's cheating. That's so emotional, emotional cheating. cheating. Yeah, that's a different. That's a whole different ballgame. I thought we were just like, you meet up with BB-8. Two in the morning. You think you're not going to think about BBA after you're done? You don't think about it's let me a one ask you a question. Night That's you a don't thing. text Dan and think about texting Dan sometimes. I never look forward to texting Dan. <laughs> okay, maybe that was a bad example. You probably. Would, I would. I would love to meet the person though 
that Gavin looks forward to texting. Like he, Gavin's laying in bed thinking about texting somebody. <laughs> that would be the most amazing person on the planet. Because you don't, you, you don't like, you don't text anybody. Our conversations now are down. Well, that like, doesn't exist for me now that I'm in a relationship and they're next to me. That's I get what you're saying. Yeah. All I'm saying so it is doesn't happen now. I would like to. I, I just can't imagine who that person would be. Like this, that person would have to be like glowing all the time <laughs> for Gavin to like go out of his way and be like, "Oh, what am I gonna t- text them?" I've totally keep like worked, writing worked. and deleting, writing and deleting. Yeah, I've totally had times where I was like working at Waitrose or something. It's like I can't wait to Skype someone later. Which you were like twelve. I was eighteen, sixteen. That was like a billion years ago. How old are you now? 28. Yeah, fuck. You don't get to talk about that anymore. You can't talk about something that happened 12 years ago? You can't. <laughs> it's, just, it's not relevant. How is Red vs. Blue season three? <laughs> <laughs> Greatest fan fiction ever. <laughs> best, best ever. Anyway, I'm glad Star Wars is back. It's crazy that when I was a kid, it was gone forever. <clears throat> like, after Jedi, like 15 years before another movie. And you couldn't even watch it all the time on TV. And now we had... Um, People don't realize that. Yeah. When Star Wars went out of theaters, it was fucking gone. It was gone. So when did VHS come out? Yeah, there's out? Kenner action figures, and that was it. And then you could, you could remember it and talk about it. Uh, and then now we you had... Could remember. By, you could the had, By the toys. They right. always stole the toys, right? Now we had Episode 7 last year, Rogue One this year, Episode 8 next year. It's like we're back in a cadence of regular movies. I think that... Uh, it was a good thing Disney acquired that franchise. Well, no, before it was movies were every three years, and there was just three. <coughs> like uh, this... every two years, wasn't it? No, I think it was three. It was every, like it was every two years, ninety nine, two thousand one, two thousand two. Oh, I was talking about the original. Oh, that was yeah, I guess seventy seven, right. yeah, eighty, and eighty three. Episode three wasn't two thousand two. Was it two thousand five? Yeah, two thousand five. Because I knew Gavin when it was in theaters. We were supposed to go see it together. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, two, yeah, it was every three years. But the Star Wars trilogy now is going to basically turn into the Star Wars, like, uh, the novels. Should've They're walked, just going to have one, like... walked away. What? I learned right... I should have walked away at that point in time. Oh, after the... After the... When we were going to see episode three together, I flew over to France, had traveled to the UK. Gavin and I were going to see episode three. We met in London, and I said, hey, do you want to go see the movie? And he goes, oh, we saw it this morning. We came in early and saw it. And it's like, you're, that's a fucking... You're a lunatic to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to defend myself... <laughs> Again, I feel like I've done it already on the podcast. It was all your fault. Not, no. <laughs> I should have, it's like such a warning bell. Just like, I should have heeded it. So it was downhill oh, since First then. lifeboat, I should just <laughs> it, cut the cords. Interesting rule uh, of thumb here from someone on Twitter. Who is this? Gianna17. Here's a good rule. If you feel the need to ask its consent before burying your sausage, it's cheating. I would imagine that you don't have to ask robots for their consent. For instance, let's just take let's right now we have uh, realistic, uh, not animatronic, but realistic models of people that you can have in your house. If if you bought one of those, like real doll, if like if you bought one of those, would and had it in the house, would that be just a thing that you have in your house, or would your significant other be like, this is across the line, you can't have this? I think if you have, you're not gonna ask that. You're not gonna ask that thing for consent. If you have anything humanoid in your house that isn't a human, that's weird. You got anything in your house that's humanoid but not a human? Okay. Like even a statue of a human is weird. You think so? What about so? like a, yeah, no. um, does, doesn't Meg have like a mannequin when she makes cosplay? Like does she put stuff like, or, or like well, a, like a, a dress form? It's like a felt torso. It doesn't have head or legs or arms or anything. I don't consider that. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't have one. <laughs> Would you ask her for consent? <laughs> no, it's, but it's a, so is that, I'm assuming there's a significant amount of people that if I, you were in a relationship with them, and somebody in the relationship ordered a real doll and didn't talk to their 
partner about it first and be like, this is way outside of my boundaries that you did this. Like, this is like, uh, you have this thing that you're personifying and you've got it in the house and you're having sex with it on a regular basis. Oh, you mean you're asking your significant other for consent? No, no, no. All right, we moved on. Oh, wait. Is that what, that's not what the person meant. They, they meant the entity that you're having sex with, right? Right. Okay. God, we got this language of like entity. <laughs> if I'm having sex with an entity. <laughs> well, did you see the video of the guy who, who lives with a bunch of inflatable animals and he loves them and kisses them and stuff? Oh, no. no. Sounds awesome. I did not see that. With the video up. It's great. He got inflatable animals? I don't know if it's real. I just, it's, you know, it's one of Are these regular animals and he pumps them full of air? Or are they like. No, they're like, you know, pool toys. <laughs> oh, I have seen that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he loves them. Yeah, he's not enough of them. He yeah, like yeah. feeds them and the pool toys. When you said that, well, dude, I know yeah, a I landlord in Austin that would love to bulldoze his house. <laughs> like a guy lives with it's uh it's an episode wolves? of the TV show uh, My Strange Addiction. Lions. Oh, is it one of that? Yeah. Oh. So the top the top four autocompletes for guy lives with are uh, lions, wolves, bear. Oh, this, and is, this is, is the video. Polar bear. This is the video. What's he doing there? He, he just hu- he loves these things. He's hugging them. Has it gives him a kiss? <laughs> he's, oh, now something. he's making it come and kiss him. <laughs> he's That's talking weird. to him and like. I was okay with it until he did that. Listen, that guy's not hurting anybody. <laughs> he's probably happier a higher percentage of the day than all of us. I bet he's full of shit. I bet he's. He might be full TV. of shit. There's he no might way. Be. I was okay with him kissing it, but then he grabbed the whale and made it seem like the whale was kissing him. That's weird. <laughs> That's over the line. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> that's so. That's not different. All right. Yeah, well, no. it's, it's about time to, to wrap this but up. But is that cheating? Like, if you had a girlfriend, he's like smooching on no, the shark. There's, no, there's nothing coming out of it. Apart from air. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no words. There's no personality. You have the emotional connection. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Otherwise, yeah. you know, what, if, your, if your hand would be cheating, wouldn't it? Sure. But you can have sex with somebody and have no emotional connection. What if you met somebody on it's Tinder like, and you should met the person? They're totally willing, and they're like, "Oh, I just I, I ended up sleeping with this person. I don't even know their name, and I don't think that would still be cheating." Uh, I've yeah. never done that, so I don't know. There's no emotional connection. I you can hypothetically imagine the situation. My if you were with somebody, first. I don't associate sex without emotion. True. Okay, that makes sense. I can see how you'd say that. Mm-hmm. That's why I cry you're, every you, time. You <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you'd have to have an emotional connection. All right, got it. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. We will see Christmas. you guys. Next week. I just wanted to say Christmas. Bye. Bye, everybody.